You got to get serious and get into this battle. And what we're watching happening in the governments and the earth and everything is the type and shadow of what's going to happen in the kingdom. Don't mess with us. Don't mess with our kids no more. We're not playing this game. There's so much destruction that's going on with these people. We really need to stand up. See, the Lord has given us the authority to break the yokes. And it's time that the church gets out of the four walls and gets in the streets and starts talking Jesus. Jesus, Amen. Blessings to all our listeners out there worldwide for The Voice of Healing. Um, We just want to thank you for tuning in. And if you have any uh, questions, comments, please email them, send them in, give us a call. You know, we're, we're, we're wanting to put people into connection with others that, that can help them. And I mean, we have so many people that we've had on the show, doctors, virologists, uh, people that are looking, you, you know, these are people that can answer questions for people that are looking for answers. I'm here also uh, with Patrick Byrne. Patrick, it's, this is the second time I've interviewed you. It was back in Austin. And, and it was, you know, a lot of people like you for some reason. I don't know why. of me too, me too. <laughs> Just shows how little they know. You yeah. fool some of the people all the time, I guess. <laughs> well, you know, back then we were talking about all the, just everything that was happening, everything that's going on within the, you know, political system and and the push of what the Democratic Party is trying to do. This is not just the, a, a, the Democratic Party. They're trying to push an agenda. I, I would even say occultism into the. Uh, the, the this agenda of of liberalism worldwide. Well, I think it's a takedown. I actually don't think it is liberalism. I think it's progressivism, which is something quite different. It's socialism. It's tyranny. What they sure. want is tyranny. Yes. They have plans. Liberalism is frankly, it's the real uh, philosophical name of what we believe in, like the U.S. Constitution. That's the philosophy of liberalism. I've approached this, you know, I, did a, I was sick for a long time in my 20s, and I did a Ph.D. in philosophy. It ended up being on the history of, of political philosophy. Mm. And I come at it, you know, Maybe it's a it's it's something like I think how you come at it, but I look at it this way: we've been in a war for about twenty five hundred years. You know, the Greeks, whenever they dealt with the East, the this you know Sparta, I mean uh, uh, Persians and such, they always noticed something that these people, when you get to the East, people have a different relationship with their rulers than than we do. They saw them, they saw their rulers as being fundamentally different types of humans, uh, different types of beings, not actually humans. Yeah. And so that's why they understood them to be like the sun king and the god king and stuff. And Abraham went forth. That's the thing from which he went forth. He yeah. went forth and thus begins this whole lit tradition. You know, the Jerusalem, Athens, Rome, mm-hmm. the Britain and the Netherlands, that intellectual tradition flourishes and in my view reaches its apotheosis in the U.S. Constitution. So I see my, I see our intellectual roots. I think your experience of it is more from the religious tradition of that, but the two are wound together very, the philosophical and the religious, they all can't, if there's a reason these values, the values that were established by that tradition are the values that are, you know, the values that have created freedom and liberty for us. And I think that this is for, I think that ever since the U.S. got away from old Europe, there's, they've had their 
they've been biding their time. And I think this is a takedown of the U.S. in the soft coup through dirty elections. Well, when you, take a, when you take a look at every other government before our democracy, the government by the people and for the people, right, it, it's been kings and monarchs. And all of a sudden, you know, you have a country that comes along and takes a biblical stance, just like Abraham did. Abraham, you know, it, to him, he wasn't going to follow all these fallen ones, the, the Nephilim, the, uh, the gods of Egypt. You know, the, the, the Egyptians literally believed the Pharaoh was a god. And so you have these governments, the Phoenicians, which we even know that the Phoenicians were here. Like, we, we, there, there, there's monuments and stuff that only, that they had. Uh, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, uh, an altar up in Maine that when they track it going through the through the the gate or the the eye for the beginning of the new year went directly through Stonehenge, the center of Stonehenge, right between two stones, only six inches apart, hmm. and went right into right into Baalbek. It's crazy. I've spent a lot of time in that monument in in, Bal, in Baalbek, that place, yeah. and it is amazing. And it the the megalith, the megalithic history is amazing. That there's something was going on here a long ago. You know the, the conventional view that we just arose out of yeah. out of pr primitiveness or something. When you look at some of the things that were being done thousands yeah. of years ago in Ireland and Stonehenge and Scotland yeah. and such, it's, it's pretty amazing. Well, the Phoenicians, I mean, when you take a look at them, they had advanced mathematics that, that we're only using today. Hmm. So how, how did that happen? These people were brilliant people. How do you go from throwing stones at each other and, and and gathering berries to advance mathematics, obviously. And the Phoenicians said that they came from the Egyptians. So, you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting talk. And I, I believe a lot of it's been hid from us. Hmm. And I remember seeing videos when the, when the American troops first went into Iraq and to, and to Baghdad. You know the first place they went? The museum? The museum. And they pulled out caskets out of there that were huge. Huh. And they, they passed all the jewelry, they passed all the gems, all the gold, all the beautiful statues, went into the cellar and pulled these big boxes out. Huh. So you gotta, you, See, what have, was I've, that? I've heard this theory that there were, there were once beings 10 feet tall and that they find these skeletons and, and evidence of them around. Is that what you're talking about? Well, I, I believe it was something like that because I've seen the videos and those videos then were taken down. Huh. And there's no doubt they were American troops. There's no doubt, you know, the badges, the, the, the uh, you know, what part of the military they were from. You, you could see this wasn't a staged event. Uh, and it wasn't too long. It was only up for about three or four days and it, all those videos were taken down. But you and I, I believe, were in a time where one, information is power. Two, there's being information that's being held back from us, CNN, MSNBC. But you're also seeing a big revolt against it when CNN's down to, they've lost 90% of their viewers, 10% is watching them, more people's watching Fox News, right? Uh, uh, 80, what was it, 89%, 87% has quit watching MSNBC. How are they even still in business unless they're being supported from somewhere else? Yeah, well, there it's. I saw even better news that now the public. It was just this week. The public's faith in the media is down to eleven percent. Wow. The public's willing to say that they basically tell the truth is eleven percent. So that's good. I actually like it when they attack me because the more that kind of press attacks me, it's like everyone out there says, "Oh, this must be." Everyone gets what's happening. The good people are the ones who are attacked. So much is lost in translation within God's word. 
It's surprising how much is misunderstood, even simple word definitions. In his book, Access Behind the Veil, Apostle Michael Petro explains that beyond the veil lies the original intention of God's plan to restore creation through his people. When the Lord gives us access behind the veil, we begin to understand the mysteries of the kingdom and our calling as a royal priesthood. Apostle Michael Petro writes about deciphering the Torah from the Hebrew language and recognizing God's language of mysteries, secrets, and parables within the scripture. It's time to step behind the veil and see the coming glory. Access Behind the Veil, The Coming Glory by Apostle Michael Petro. Available now on our website, voh.church. Well, and that's exactly, well, that's what the Bible says. Jesus said, woe unto you if you, people to speak too highly of you. So I guess we're all right with the Lord. So. <laughs> but I mean, you've been through a lot of battles. I know you were you were part of the takedown with Hillary Clinton in the play to play, right? Pay to play thing, right? I had a role. I had a role. I yeah. was, uh, I had a role and I'm, I'm involved. Uh, yeah, so I had a role in that. Uh, I think that the... I, I think that it, I'm highly confident that there is deep corruption within our federal government, deep, deep corruption. I have experienced it. I've felt it. I've shaped it. I've tasted it. There's some deep, deep corruption in our federal government. But fortunately, I'm also aware, I don't believe the people in general in the federal government are, I think that overwhelmingly they're actually on our side now, not maybe yeah. on the side. That they're not down with what's happening. Even I'm hearing that like a number of Obamaites are saying this is not what we signed up for and such. Uh, I, and I'm not saying he's behind things. I'm just saying that the I know that within the government there's really quite a battle going on, and most people are on our side. They think that this is that this is you know inappropriate. That's a big question I I get asked all the time. How many people do you think is in the you know the dark state? Uh, how many people you think how bad it is and and you know I, i've always believed that like yourself it's not a lot but the in the positions they're at once those positions are removed once they're removed from those positions that basically there can be a takedown pretty quick and, and uh we can get back what we've been losing we can get back we can be i'm afraid what's coming is a cloud pivot moment They've been working for 50, 60 years to create a financial collapse, and then they emerge and charge out of the rubble. I think that we may have a deep financial collapse, but we can emerge stripped of our problems and reemerge as the United States again. And so that's what I'm... Uh, you know, it's interesting, all these things that are going on, you know, especially when we start talking about the, the government and media. The collaboration you see between the two is ridiculous. You hear some of the shameful, same exact shameful. things being said. It's it, like here, here's the, here's the script, and they and they say it on all their cronies. Yeah, you know, it's I, I would be embarrassed to, if I for, for I, I'm embarrassed for them, and they think you know when I, so some of these are people I've known for years because of my other and you know, I was a businessman in Wall Street and such. And they're so ashamed of themselves. I can tell that they're ashamed of themselves. When really? we interact now and we, people, these journalists are ashamed of themselves and how they behave. They know that they've let, them, they've let the country down. Yeah. But they're, they're like, they literally, they just don't want to rock the boat. Well, I mean, you know, they're more worried about the paycheck. I've, I've, I've talked to uh, uh, nurses that worked in ERs. They said the majority of the people in there, 80%, 90%, were people that were sick from COVID, dying from COVID, the injection. 
So, you know, when you hear that coming right from the source's mouth and they're being told you can't say nothing, you, you can't spill the beans here, you know, that tells you there's something else going on. Right? Exactly. So the fix yeah, is in. Exactly. The fix is in. Um, midterms. I know you had a big, big uh, uh, part in unfolding some of the corruption that happened in the last election. And and thank God for also, not only you, but uh, Dinesh D'Souza. It's gaining traction. Uh, very smart what he did with the cell phones that I never thought. Hmm, you know, I'm very clever. But now people are waking up to this. Oh, yeah. And they're saying, I have, I have pe friends that were Democrats that said it was crazy. There was no stolen election. Now they're saying, yeah, you were right. Right, and that's that's putting an emphasis. I mean, you see a lot of Democrats are saying we've had enough. Yeah, a lot of them, not just a few. Where do you think this midterm is going to go? I think in the absence of cheating, it'll be a big victory for the pro-liberty side. I think that the other side's pulling out all the stops. They're yeah. going to cheat, even in the primaries. They're cheating to keep rhinos and to protect rhinos. Yeah, and what what, what can we do? Well, it's there's a great deal you can do. We had. It's get involved in election integrity. Get involved in working in your precinct, observing or working in your precinct. You have to do a little bit of training first, mm. but people can do it, and it's the one grassroots thing they can't take away from us. So that's really where and people everywhere can contribute by getting involved in the election process, November 8th. Get some training. It's like four hours of training, so you can observe and just be part of the process. It's, just, it's the citizens are supposed to own, own it, but yeah. they kind of don't show up, and then the bureaucrats take over and they cheat. Yeah. Um, as, as we come into these midterms, and obviously the, you, you can, the only way the Democrats even have a chance is to cheat, uh, because there's, there's, people are tired. The, the gas prices, people are realizing all this stuff is being manipulated uh, in order, like you say, to create a, a, a depression, I believe. Yep. Uh, not a recession, but a depression. Maybe um, worse than that. Maybe a cat, cat, cataclysm. Uh, mm. People should be getting food, 30 days of food, planting gardens, things like that. Picking mm. a place to go if that's 150 miles from any city. People should be mm. in that, that stuff fixed now. I, I, I do believe what you're saying is, is a possibility and that people need to be awake to, to, to all these things. Uh, as far as the, the, I know you've been working with General Flynn and, and, and Clay uh, through all these the, these reawakening events, what, I've noticed a big difference from when I was there Tell in, in, in uh, 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 Austin. Tell me. How so? What, well, people are starting to, not only the awakening, people are starting to see, people are starting to get involved. Yeah. People that were just holding back and feeling like they were beat up are now, they're starting to throw punches back. These people, no one here looks beat up. Yeah. A year ago, six months ago, people still were looking beat up. No one's looking beat up anymore. Yeah. They're on their toes. And, and, and there's a hope. Yeah. You can see a hope rising and the people wanting to get in the fight. They're just like, how do we get in? What do you see? Well, we're going to, uh, I think we're. I think that there's going to be a real cleaning up of the election integrity, and we're going to find out this this fall what Americans really want. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think you're right there. Well, okay. it, it, Patrick, it's been great to have you. I always like you on your show, and thank all those of you that are out there that have been listening to VOH. Uh, again, Patrick Byrne, uh, the man's tireless. I, I hear from my staff that work with him how it, uh, he, he's out 
He's on fire for this country. I, People want to get a I hold of you. I promise I get tired. I promise <laughs> I get tired. I get a hold of me at AmericanProject.com. Patrick at AmericanProject.com. Hey Amen. They need your support, both the help and finances. So if you can do that, please give them a call. God bless you. We'll talk to you soon. If you enjoyed today's podcast, partner with us by heading to vohradio.com. That's vohradio.com. Call the studio at 1-877-440-3737. That's 1-877-440-3737. Or you can send us an email at info at vohradio.com. Again, that's info at vohradio.com. This is the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro.